to Clocking Time with RTC Fitness. Um, I am Steph Irwin, your hostess, and today I have uh, Bruce Fisher with me here. Thank you. We're a little winded. We just did a lot of running in the wide, right? But <laughs> we've caught our breath. And, we crawled and in, we, but yes, we made we did. it. <laughs> we did crawl in. <laughs> That's a rough one. I don't know. Lots of running lately, but I, I'm digressing from the topic. So, Bruce, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, not a whole lot to know about me. I'm... I'm 67 years old. I've been crossfitting for nine years. Um, it's something I wish I would have found 20 years ago. Um, it's been a big part of my life. I actually, I live it. I mean, that's, it's, I get up in the morning, what's the workout? What are we going to do? And, you know, that's my priority. And then a lot of that led into meal planning and, you know, just what you eat, how you eat, how much yeah. you eat, you know, things like that. And uh, I had, uh, 40 years in the automotive business, um, working in dealerships, and I worked for a company called uh, um, OE Connection out of Richfield, Ohio, and uh, we were uh, worked with uh, dealerships around the country, and then I went to work for Snap-on Business Solutions, and I sold um, uh, warranty catalogs into the Toyota dealerships, and I did that for five years, and then I ended up going to a company called Dealer Tire, and I was there for 11 years and retired from Dealer Tire uh, last September. Okay. So that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let's talk about let's talk about fitness first. So you said you've been doing CrossFit for nine years. So prior to that, were you always pretty active, like doing some kind of exercise, some kind of fitness? Yeah, I was yeah. always I was always active doing something. Um, it was running, not a serious runner. Yeah. But I ran to do something. Um, I always uh, I did Nautilus for a lot of years, uh, which was I really enjoyed that that. At the time when I, I remember when I started Nautilus, I weighed 198 pounds, and probably within a year I was down to 168. Wow! And uh, I felt really good. It was a, it was a great workout, but that kind of all faded away. Um, I went uh, some of the companies I worked for. We had gyms within the company, yeah. uh, so I did a lot of like body sculpting, or I'd go in and lift weights. But uh, um, for the most part, you know, when I say I wish I would have found CrossFit 20 years ago, is is this is everything this gives you everything it pushes you it's it's dynamic it you know it, it makes you work and the people around you make you work and that's what i find so nice about it or, or, or great about it yeah. it's just it's just a good community you know and everybody roots for everybody yeah for sure well how do you segue into crossfit then so well I segue into CrossFit when I was doing I was doing half marathons and I ran half marathons for about uh, two and a half years. Okay. And I remember the Cleveland half marathon, and I believe it was uh, in May. In two thousand thirteen, <clears throat> and I got three miles out, and I just stopped and started walking. And I said said to myself out said to myself out loud I guess yeah. I said when's this going to be over. I just was so bored yeah, like with the routine, the wall. and I hit the yeah. wall, and some people came by and egged me on, and I finished, I think I finished the race in like two hours and ten minutes, you know, but I finished it. Yeah, yeah. And I got my little medal, you know, here you go, let's put that one up on the, on the thing, you know. But um, I went home, and, and Judy said, how'd you do? And I told her, and I said, uh, I gotta find something else. I said, I just, I'm done with this, I just yeah. can't do it anymore. Well, fortunately, one of the girls I worked with at Dealer Tire was a, a level one trainer at uh, Great Lakes CrossFit, and she kept telling me, "You should try this. You'd be good at this. This is what you need to do." Yeah. And so I finally um, went and 
um, the CrossFit gym I, I went to had a free uh, workout on Saturday to try CrossFit, and that was MTM CrossFit, which is no longer uh, around. But um, um, I went in and I did the workout on that Saturday, and it included just push-ups, sit-ups, um, and running. I thought I was going to die. I thought I was in shape. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. I'm going to die out here. This is just, just terrible, you know. And I made it through it, and I was sucking a lot of air, and I was bent over, and I sat down for probably 20 minutes before I even got up to leave. But I got home, and Judy said, how was it? I, I said, this is exactly what I need. That's exactly the kind of workout I need. And I started, I went there on Saturday. I started on Monday. Wow. You know, so it was that, it was that, that it was clear that it, quickly. That sold yeah. me, that mm. workout, and just how hard everybody pushed each other. I mean, I'm out there running, and I'm dying, and there were a group out there clapping for me. Yeah, yeah. To just push through it, you know. Um, I remember I remember one of the first workouts had uh, 70 burpees. And I looked at it, and I thought, I'm going to just die. <laughs> And I got myself to fifty, or I got myself to forty, and I went, okay, I'm going to do ten more, and then I'm stopping. I just yeah. can't handle this yeah. anymore. And I got to fifty, and I went, I took my, you know, hand across my neck like I'm done, cut me off, you know. And uh, four people stepped up and did the other twenty with me, and that's what got me through it. Yeah. And and that's what really tied me into CrossFit. That's what that sold me yeah. completely. That sold me. So, and, yeah, yeah, that sense of community and getting it done. So how did you end up here at RTC? Well, uh, my gym, MTM, uh, they decided to close up, and um, we knew this about a month prior. So, you know, I was retired, and everybody's like, where are we going to go? I don't know what to do. And I said, I'll go around and check gyms out, you know. So I I went to a few of the gyms around the area, and I came to RTC, and I was fortunate enough to walk in here, like, right around 1130, and they're just starting a workout. And I said, Great, you know this is great. I can watch this. So, um, I, I watched the workout, took a tour, and yeah, I, I really like the place. It, this offers a lot. Um, and then um, I went back to some, uh, some of the colleagues at, at MTM, and I said, "Here's what I've found." And they said, "Well, where do you think if you had a choice, where would you join?" And I said, "RTC." I said, "It just offers a lot." Yeah. I said, "There's yeah. a lot there for you to do." And I said, "From what I see, it's structured very well, and it's community like." CrossFit gyms are, and um, you know it. It just—I haven't regretted it one bit. It's—it's—it's it's, it's tough when you come into a new gym because you see people doing things and you want to be part of that group. So you try to go as hard as you can and as, as lift as much as you can and things like that. And I started to get into that, and I just—I said, wait a minute, you know, just do what you do, right? And right. and 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 that's that. You do you and. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. I remember I remember when I well, was here, um, George was taking pictures of everybody doing the workout, and I was I was standing uh, back here with Alex, and um, he took a picture, and I was in the background. Well, Jenny Dobria right away texted me. She says, "Were you at RTC today?" And I'm like, "Yeah. How did you know?" <laughs> you know? <laughs> and she says, "Well, you know, she told me about George taking pictures and stuff." So. She says, you need to join her. She says, you'll like this place. It's really great. And, and I haven't regretted it since. Okay. I mean, it's, it's just a great place, great community, great people. I agree. Let's talk about uh, 
aging and working out and how we how we manage that. I say we, <laughs> the collective there. Because well, well, I, I know, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to. Well, I've had this conversation with other people too, but it's in your mind. You're you're not the age that you are, and you like you know your mind says I'm just gonna keep doing what I've always done, and then the recovery is longer, and things start hurting, and you can't go as fast, and sometimes you can't lift what you did. I don't know. How do you how do you manage all of that? Well, you know, I mean, I'm thinking probably for this this CrossFit community, I'm probably the oldest guy in here. I'm 67 years old. Um, just turned 67 July 2nd. What I try to do, one thing I always remember when we came in, George always said, do today what you can let you come back tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, I, I hurt myself a few times here and things like that, too. And it was my fault. You know, I mean, a lot of people always said CrossFit's dangerous. And I said, no, it's it's not dangerous. You know, bad programming's dangerous. Mm. Um, you know, bad movement is dangerous. Ego is mm. dangerous. You know, you do what you do. Don't right. try to keep right. up with the next guy. You yeah. do you. And uh, so basically what I did is, you know, I, just, I guess I just paid attention more because the, the, the instruction is a lot better. George does not hesitate to call you out during the workout if you're not doing something right to make sure that your your movements are, are correct um, but what I do is 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 if it hurts I don't do it <laughs> you know what I mean if it's something that I feels too heavy I'll look at the workouts now and I go okay can I make it continually through this workout at that prescribed weight or am I going to be stopping and taking big breaks and if I see yeah I'll be stopping and taking big breaks I cut the weight back there's nothing wrong with scaling the, the idea of trying to do what it says exactly to do on the board, it, it's crazy. I think people get too caught up in that. You need to do something that you know you can move through and move through continually with little breaks if you need to and finish the workout. That's, for me, that's the goal. That's the goal. Right. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with, with scaling a workout. Um, it's, it's the best thing you can do for yourself. It prevents the injuries. It prevents you from trying to pull really hard and just to get the weight up and things like that. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of times we don't pay attention to that. You know, people don't pay attention to that. It, it's not about impressing everybody else. It's it's you against you. Yeah. You know, and that's that's how I look at it. Um, if I feel I need to take a day off, you know, if I get up and I go, my body's tired. I'm not going today. You know, even though it's a workout, I'd love to do this workout, but yeah. I'm not going to go. I'm staying home because I need to rest. Yeah. You know, and I think rest is more important in a lot of ways than, than the workout. You know, you need to let your body recover. Absolutely. Even more so as we get older. Even more so. Even more so. good at that. Do you, so you don't take a scheduled day or two off. It's just you're totally based that on how you're feeling when yeah. when you wake up. Yeah. When what I the wake workouts up, have been for the week. And, I, I was for yeah. a while. I was t working out Monday, Tuesday, take off Wednesday, work out Thursday, Thursday yeah. Friday. And if I felt good Saturday morning, I'd come in Saturday morning. Lately, I've been going four days in a row and, you know, taking off Friday and Saturday. Um, and, and Sunday even. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, I do it for a fact that I can, you know, when I take those days off, I can feel my body after a day off. I can feel the next day how much better I feel. Yeah. And if you take another day off, it's, it's just as well. At this, you know, it, 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 at my age, and, you know, I, th I think when, when, when we get over that 50-year mark, you need to start thinking that way. It's, it's, not, it's not that you're trying to cop out and not do a workout and, you know, not train, but you need 
you, you need to keep your body, you need to prevent injury. Yeah. You need to yeah. prevent injury. And, and, and primed for functional movement, yeah, too, yeah. I think. When, when you aren't recovering, giving yourself recovery time, like your functional movements mm -hmm. suffer from that. Absolutely. That's what I find. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just that little nagging voice of doubt, I think, that creeps in as you get older, you know, telling you that you can't do things. And I, 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 I struggle with that voice, like thinking I've got to like, mm -hmm. keep powering on and powering on almost to prove to myself that I can still go. Yeah. So it's a, I find it to be a mental like, battle often. It is, and, and it is, and you're absolutely right. And the thing is, is what you need to remember if it's getting to that type of a mental battle, because I go through that too, mm. scale weight back. You know, yeah. do something yeah. and let you move. You know, yeah. move. You know, if, if the if the uh, RX is ninety five pounds, and I look at the workout, I'm like, I'll never carry myself through that workout. I don't yeah. mind. I'll cut the eighty five. I'll cut the seventy five. But you're still moving. You're still working the muscle, and you're still pushing yourself. Right. And, and that's that's good for you all the way around. And the one thing I that made made clear to me to stay with CrossFit at this point. My goal, my goal is to be able to do this till I'm 70. Then I'll reassess it. Yeah. I'll probably be able to do it after 70, but I'm gonna have to scale some things and do things a little differently. You know. Right. Right. But when I went in for my cancer surgery, and all the prelims and everything, you know, I I went I went to Cleveland Clinic and each department I'd go in I'd sit down and the first thing they say well, we can tell you to take care of yourself and I kept hearing this and we'd go everything and finally the doctor met with me and he said. I can tell you take care of yourself. And I said, let me ask you something. I said, why does everyone in here keep telling me that? And he says, he says, you CrossFit. I said, yeah. And he goes, I tried CrossFit. Now he was probably 20 years younger than I was. Mm -hmm. and he says, and I, it was too hard for me. I couldn't do it. You know, and that kind of shocked me. But, but he said, have you looked at the people sitting in the waiting room to see me? And I'm like, no. Because I was in my own yeah, head, I'm yeah, concerned yeah. with what's happening to me. When we left, I walked out there, and I saw people that were ten years, twenty years younger than me yeah. that looked older, and I'm like, going, okay, I get it. Yeah. You know, I get it, and I think exercise does that for you as well. I mean, it keeps you young. You know, and uh, um, you know, I can't stress that enough. I mean, I tell a lot of a lot of people, you know, you need to get out, even if it's just walking, get out and walk, you know, yeah. and then just move, just move, yeah, just absolutely. keep moving. That's yeah. exactly, just keep moving, no matter what you do, yeah. keep moving, don't stop, because when you do, that's when you're sitting yeah. in the chair watching TV, and that's all you're doing, yeah. because you can't do anything else, you know, you yeah. got to keep moving, got to keep active. Can you talk about your, you, your cancer journey mm -hmm. at all, what, how, when yeah. did, when was that, and was that a tough break from you know being able to do some of the things that you wanted to do or I'm not sure yeah, so it, much about basically that. what I did is is, is um, it was prostate cancer and I had a best friend die from prostate cancer he ignored all the signs yeah and ended up it was like triple digit uh, in his PSA it, it, it actually moved into his pelvis bones pelvic oh. bones and things like that so so we lost Chuck um, it taught me and a lot of the other guys that knew him yeah you gotta stay on top of this stuff. So I, I, I went into my doctor, the next appointment, I went into her and I said, you're gonna check me from this point forward. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, cause I, I wanna be on top of this. Well, she's the one that caught it. And 
you know, and I'm glad I told her. It was it was probably no oh, ten years after Chuck had died. So I had my surgery October eighth. It will be three years. Okay. And uh, that helped me. The workouts, the the, the 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 you know the focus here uh, with the workouts and with the strength training things like that. That helped me through the surgery. But uh, you know. Cancer is cancer. A lot of people say, you know, prostate cancer, that, that's not as bad as cancer. You know, and you know, I'll agree, there, there are a lot. I just lost a good colleague that I worked with in Cleveland Monday morning at 5.30 from bladder cancer. And, and he just retired in February. And I just, it, that crushed me. I'm like, you, you know, what didn't you pay attention to? You know, I yeah. mean, you know, yeah. you got to pay attention to your body. But uh, it was a... Um, it really it grounded me, um, you know, because I'm like, you know, I take care of myself. Yeah. I try. I try. I say I try, but we all try to eat well and eat the right things. But you know, everybody, you got to have that piece of pizza once in a while. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it it uh, it just just I couldn't get over the fact that I had cancer. And one of the girls I worked with had ovarian cancer, and she says it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter who you are. It does yeah. not discriminate. And I'm like, that's a very good, very good point. Yeah. So um, we did active surveillance for about two and a half years, and then it just came to a point where the PSA level went up uh, to a nine. He says, Doctor Cleveland Clinic said yeah, we got to do something here. So I went and had surgery. It was uh, surgery was fine. Um, after surgery, it was painful. Uh, it took me about uh, six weeks to recoup, and um, but. You know, helping me, helping me through the recuperation was what I did before with working out and such. Yeah. And it was funny before they started the surgery. Um, they were wheeling me down into the surgery room, and and uh, I could one of the couple of nurses were going, "Is this our CrossFit star?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> I and I, I was laughing at him. And the, and the doctor, <laughs> they when they have a, a pre-surgical meeting, they do it right around. The patient. They were mm-hmm. all surrounding me, and they said, "This is Mr. Bruce Fisher. Um, age, you know, everything." He says, "He's a crossfitter. He's in very good shape." Da 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 da. And he just kept going on through everything. Yeah. And I'm like, they kept bringing that up, and I'm like, how many people, you know, right. do you see in here right. that just that, are just yeah a mess a mess, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I mean, but so that that was kind of a bright spot, which made me feel really good. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I'm, you know, but I mean, I got through it well. You know, it changes your life, but you know what. You just keep moving forward. Yeah. You got, got to keep moving. Yeah. So, so it's it's you know life is short. I mean, it taught me from Monday when Paul passed away. I'm like, you know, life is short. He didn't get to live his retirement. Right. Yeah. And I I thought that you plan and work so long yeah. for like yeah. Yeah, you know, he yeah. planned so long, and you know, and that that's I, I find it true now when I you know understand when I see the thing like you know people say like you know what life's short, eat the donut. Yeah. Eat the piece of pizza. Have the ice cream cone. Don't do it every day, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. it's not going to kill you to to have to that enjoy, treat yeah. once in a while. Enjoy that once yeah. in a while. You know, it, it's it's you know, you know, life is so short. You know, and there are many people that are going to go before us. Yeah. And you know, we're in line. We're all in line. We can't step out of the line. We can't go to the back of the line, and we don't know when it's going to be our turn and we got to, you know, I started calling a lot of people that I hadn't talked to since I retired that I worked with 
I started calling them yesterday. Just I want to touch base with you, you know. So yeah. that kind of you know generated a little bit of um, um, urgency for me to stay in touch with people, and, and, and you know you gotta appreciate people, appreciate your life, and you know you know friends are friends. You know you gotta you gotta yeah, be there because they may not be there tomorrow. I'm sorry about the loss of your friend. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. But, but I know, you know, my husband Kevin just just retired, and mm-hmm. so I, I I understand a lot of, of what you're saying. There was such, he had he just I think he came to a point where you know retiring at 55 is pretty young to be able to retire. But it was that very thing that there there are things I want to do like this in this corporate world is not is not how I yeah. want to spend my my healthy day. I want to have do these things while I. I'm in good health. Yeah, you know, absolutely, so, and that's, um, that means a lot. I mean, good health. You know, yeah. you figure, you keep doing this now when you're 80, you're not going to be like yeah. a normal 80 year old right. <laughs> person. Right, you know? right, and for sure. It, it, it makes you know. I, I sit and I smile sometimes, or I, I sit back at night when I'm sitting back on the deck <clears throat> with the cat, um, and I think about a lot of things in the past that people have said to me, and I, I remember, you know, me talking about CrossFit, and I've had people in their 20s go you do that that's hard yeah I said but you have to work hard you know exercise is not easy yeah we're all lazy yeah it's not easy but you know you have to work hard that's what your body wants yeah it is hard I think so many people it's there's such a almost like a stigma about it if they don't that people don't realize how accessible it is Mm -hmm. that CrossFit is like that it's it is hard but but anybody can come in here you know, we always, I always say it's like people, the coaches here meet you where you are. You know, yeah. where, where you're ready to start is, is where they meet you. So, yeah. um, but anyway. You know, that, that was one of the first questions I asked when I came in, in to consider joining. You know, I, I said, I asked Allie, I said, you got a couple minutes I can sit and talk to you? And she yeah. brought me yeah. back in the room. And, and, you know, the first thing I said, I said, how many, you know, masters do you have here? She goes, we have, we have masters here, you know, and, <laughs> we and we do, we do, yep. you know, and that was yeah. the first, my first concern. Cause I'm like, I don't want to be in a gym. That's, you know, there are some CrossFit gyms that you do that. Right. Prescribed. You know? Yeah. And, and I hear, I have friends that their gyms like that and they get kind of perturbed, you know, yeah. That, they look at them. They look down at them because they they went from 135 pounds to 100 pounds. You right, know? right. You know, they don't they don't matter. You know, you're there for you. You know, so. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, CrossFit's been a great journey. I mean, yeah, met a lot of great like people. You know, you have such a positive attitude about everything too. I love that. I love that about you. Let's talk uh, a little bit about just the things that you are that you do find joy in that you love to do. Because I know you're an avid fisher fisherman, mm-hmm. right? Which I don't know a lot about fishing, so I'm not even going to pretend that I do. <laughs> but and I know you have cats, so yeah. we have a bond there. Yeah, my cat is the love of my life. So, so talk a little bit about though, like your retirement, what what you do to find joy. What well, it's been, it's been great. You know, when you re- retire, you can do anything you want, whenever. Yeah. It's is been, there a, is there just this freeing feeling though? Oh like, my god! When you get up in the morning, oh. like huh? Like, you know, just it, that sort of like did, was there a little panic for a while? Like to get out of the work, no. the work schedule routine, or it was, it was pretty easy to get out of that. I was so though. ready to go. I was like, our goal, our Judy and I's goal was, I wanted to go at 58. Okay, and yeah. And Mark's market changed and everything. Yeah. And, that, and our, our financial advisor said, we can't do 58. I said, how about 62? 
well, we'll look at that. Yeah. You know, well, I was planning it. No, here's what I want you guys to do. If you wait till you're 66, he said, you guys will be good through your 90s. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, that's worth it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I retired, but it was just, it was just great. I walk, I got up the next morning. I went. I can do anything I want to today. <laughs> you know, I don't have to you stay in bed. Yeah, I have to stay in bed, and, and I'm not that way. I cannot stay in bed. Yeah. I'm up. At, I'm up at six or six thirty every day. I just cannot yeah. stay in yeah. bed. But uh, you know, it, it, it's great that you can start projects. Yeah. And instead of having to push through them because I got to get it done because I got to go to right. work Monday. Right. I get pushed. I'll start. You know, working hard, and I'll, I'll realize I start pushing myself to get more things done, and I just go. I'm done for the day, and I just put everything away, and I walk away. You know, it, yeah. it's great. That is the, that that is what I love. Um, plus, there's things that like I just put a, a brick landing in front of our um, sunroom steps, and I'd never put brick down before. Yeah. And I took my time, and it looks great. You know, and I'm yeah. like, okay, I can do that. I would not want to do a twenty by twenty because it's too much right. work. But I did that. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it's nice to be able to, to take the time to understand what you need to do to get something done. And then, and then, you know, work at it and complete it. Um, but on your own schedule. On my yeah. own schedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, my grandson's uh, one seventeen. The other's thirteen. Uh, got him in the fishing like, oh, eight years ago. And uh, they like it, and they like going. And now they're at that point they want to catch bigger fish. So the last time we were out, uh, my oldest grandson, um, he he caught. He caught uh, seven bass. They were 14. The biggest one was 18. And I remember him standing on the other dock adjacent to us. And he's, he, I, I looked at him, all, watched him. All of a sudden, I hear him going, oh, my gosh. I, look at this bass. And, da, da, da. and he's carrying on. I said, do you need anybody help? And he goes, yes. And I had to run over. I had to do that seven times. you know. But I enjoyed it because I said, okay, here's how you do this. Yeah. This is how you yeah. grab this. This is how you get out of the water. And you know, he's learned from that. Right. Uh, but but he is. they're both just, they love it. And yeah. when we go, they like going. They like to catch. And they like to keep some. Yeah. They like, you know, I, 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 when we were down at Deep Creek Lake where I taught them to fish, we were catching these big bluegills. And uh, I said, if you guys want, we can keep some of these and I'll make them for breakfast. Yeah, let's do that. So not being ready for that, uh, it was a family vacation. There was like uh, 15 of us there. There were potato chips and somebody had fried bacon. So, so <laughs> I took the pan with the bacon grease in it. I found potato chips to use as breadcrumbs. Yeah. I rolled them in that, you know, and I put it in. And they, they ate that like it was, they, like it was they were going to the yeah. chair or something, you know. It was hilarious. But they never forgot that. And that, yeah. that's the thing. I want to give them memories, you know, because I remember when I yeah. learned how to fish. And, and yeah. my brother and I, we learned to fish at Deep Creek Lake. I, we took our grandkids down there and taught them to fish, you know. Yeah. And, and that was the fun part about it. Um, I have some friends. We do a lot of things with them. Um, you know, we like going out to eat. I have some friends that are, are, are uh, part of the Quarter, Her Quarter Horse Congress. Mm, they have okay. a big uh, meet down in uh, Columbus. So, uh, you know, we go down to that. And that was interesting. Um, horses are beautiful. You know, I mean, yeah. my, my wife taught horseback riding for a, a while. And, um, but, uh, I mean, I just, you know, I kind of I kind of just do what I want. You know, it's just, it's just kind of great to... That's a great life. Oh, God, it, it's, it's just awesome. You know, I mean, I, I imagine now, I mean, you know, with Kevin doing mm -hmm. his motorcycle trips yeah. and that, and I, I sold my bike three years ago, 
and I sit back now and I if I still had that bike, I'd probably still be riding yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but uh, you know, I don't, and, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, that's fine. But uh, I just enjoy being with my friends, and, you know, we try to get together with everybody on the weekend. Um, I got two best friends, and one lives up here, the other's in um, uh, Cincinnati, and I call them my best friends because <clears throat> the three of us have been hanging out together since 1976. Yeah. We've known each other that long. Judy always knows when I'm talking to one of them because all I'm doing is laughing. And that's what we do. We get together, we pick at each other, we laugh, we have a good time, and you know, we, we've always just clicked. You know, yeah. it's just one of those things where you just meet yeah. with somebody, you click with them, and that's that. But, um, you know, so I mean, it, it's just great to be able to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And, you know, if you don't don't want to, you sit yeah. on the deck at night, you have a have a Corona, and just look at the backyard. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, so that's the great thing about it. What about travel? Is there travel in your in your future that you'd like to do? Yeah, we uh, we had to cancel two trips. Um, one was due to Judy. We were supposed to go to Florida for my cousin's wedding at Pensacola, and um, Judy. Her vision blurred and we couldn't figure out what was wrong so we had to cancel trip because you know we, we wanted to find out you know what's going on here well it ended up being something very very minor uh, basically the laptop she worked off of it was always her left eye yeah well that's where all the the, the cooling that you know the heat came out of yeah that was drying her eyes out oh. and huh. all she had to do is put drops in her eyes and like okay. within a day That's it cleared fun. up so we we have we have those airline tickets to do something with and then we uh we're gonna go we were going to go down to deep creek lake um in may and we we still we did not do that because ted my cat ted had um to have dental work done and they thought he had cancer in his jaw so and i'm like if he's having this surgery i said we're not going to leave somebody else here to take care of us right, we're staying right. so so we have those two coming up um we've talked about going to england we've talked about um you know i would like to go to france to normandy france mm. um, we did a, a big trip uh, one year we went to the mediterranean we flew to barcelona stayed two days in barcelona and then took a cruise of the mediterranean and then flew home from barcelona and i said we got all the way around the uh, not all the way around we got to naples it was a Rome, Rome or Naples. I think Rome's further south than Naples. I can't remember. But what I want to do then is go around the rest of the boot mm, in okay. to you know uh, Greece and, yeah. and uh, um, Bosnia or not Bosnia. Um, is it Serbia? Maybe it's Bosnia. Um, but I, I, I want to see the rest of that. You yeah. know. So I mean, we, we're we're talking about things like that. You know, we just don't know which which way to go yet. I think I think we'll probably. She wants to go to England, so I think we'll probably end up going there. So, but I've been uh, doing uh, research on my ancestry. You know, we found uh, our, my first relative in this country was uh, Brinkley Gandy, and he came from Scotland in 1755. And when they took the first census, interestingly enough, his occupation was bear hunter. <laughs> you know, that find, is interesting. And then he, he ended up. He ended up. We dug deeper. He ended up. Uh, they moved to North Carolina. He ended up. Uh, he was a lieutenant in the Revolutionary Army, and his son was a drummer. Hmm. And his son was Brinkley Gandy Jr. So you know, 
you know, I mean, that's some people need to do that. I mean, I, I enjoy history. I love history. Yeah. Yeah. And to find the history of my family and find, we found that we had relatives fighting each other during the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just amazing what you can find. You, you got to take time to do yeah, it, but absolutely. you can Very dig up things, yeah. and, and it's yeah. just, it's just, but I, I th you know, everybody needs to find their family. Yeah. You really, people need to do that more. I, I just think it's, it's awesome. It's yeah. just awesome to see your family history. Yeah. My son is really, he's a big history person, but he's really into the ancestry stuff. And a couple times he's hit on, like, I think he's just looking for someone like a someone famous like just someone you know a historical yeah. figure just looking for just looking for that there have been a couple of times I was like I'm pretty sure we're related to well, you know and then it, you know it, that fell through but anyway he's he's still holding out hope but, well, I, I, but it's I, interesting the the avenues you go watching him do it the avenues you go down and the people you end up talking to he's communicating with people on ancestry.com oh, yeah. and just this whole world on there and it's just been interesting to watch remember, him learn all the things i remember i had i've had two relatives show up and both of them were brinkley's wives mm. and the first one was uh spicy johnson what was her name spicy johnson <laughs> And that's not a nickname. That's, that's, a, that's the, the name. That's the name. And then the other one was Jemima. Huh. And I'm like, okay, let's see if we can find her. I couldn't find much on Jemima. Yeah. But I found Spicy Johnson's grave. Huh. Outside of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah. Is where she's buried. So I, that's close to Pensacola. And I told the wife, I said, when we're in Pensacola, I said, yeah, I know we have know. relatives. Yeah. We have family in Hattiesburg. Yeah. We just got to sort them out. Yeah. Say, I'd like to meet you and talk. You know, yeah, like I think that. Kevin on his on his trip just went and saw a gravestone of someone someone that Corey, my son Corey, had found, you know, that they were related to. So yeah, it's all it's all very fascinating. It, so, it really is. Yeah, so. you never know what you might yeah. run into. Yeah. Well, let's finish up with someone walks in the door here. What do you what do you tell? What are some advice you give them, especially if they are a masters masters athlete? What do you what do you tell them? It's a great place. Everybody here is friendly. You be you and just do the workout and do what you need to do to get through the workout. You know, there's yeah. nobody here that you need to impress except yourself. You know, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. I, I think, you know, with something earlier that you had mentioned to me about hitting some of the PRs, and I noticed, I, you know, I told Judas, I've been hitting a lot of PRs. Yeah, you have lately. And uh, I, what I found is. Instead of trying to get, you know, instead of trying to grab the bushel, mm -hmm. grab an apple. You know, so I if I can, that's a yeah, good one. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to beat your old PR by fifteen pounds, twenty pounds, twenty-five pounds. You don't, you don't, you know, five pounds is five pounds. Each time you do that, that accumulates, and your strength just keeps growing and growing. So what I started doing is I started taking little bites of the elephant. Yeah. And each time I did that, the next it set me up for the next next time. And I'm shocked. I think a lot what has helped me is after after you know we're done with our our hour workout, I've been staying and I've been bench pressing. And uh, I was really weak on that and I remember the most I could do was like 175 and I increased that the next time we tested for that. I I I did a 25 pounds increase in wow. weights yeah. and 
I keep doing that because I know it's helping the shoulders and things like that. And you know, a lot of what we do is uh, a lot of upper body. So, um, but I mean, just keep keep you know, when you're doing your PRs, keep them in perspective. Don't try to just kill yourself to, to make a big number. You can get to that number, but it doesn't matter if you take it all. It it, it if you can take it all at once, if you're strong enough, if you feel confident enough, yeah. But you know what? Step at a time. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, and it's easier on you. Especially at this age. Especially at this age. All right. Well, thanks for spending some time chatting today, Bruce. I it's always it. a pleasure to talk to you on the daily. So it's, <laughs> it's extra nice to spend a little more time talking to you today. So, but you are an inspiration to a lot of people. I, you may not see that, but, I don't, but you are. So I appreciate that. So. I, I, you don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just the guy walking in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hopes he can walk out. Yeah, walk out exactly. <laughs> I know. I think it's Dory. I've looked at before, and after our work, I'm like, "Well, we made it through. We made yeah. it through another one. We're walking out. We live to tell the tale. So here we are." I remember. So. I remember the last. I forget which one it was we did, and I got done. I got done with the workout. I walked on. And I just said, "I'm getting too old for this shit." And George goes, "No, you're not. No, you're not. not you're not even close." Yeah. So, but, exactly. So. But I appreciate you asking me to do this. Okay. This, this was. This was a surprise, and I enjoyed it. All right. Well, keep finding the joy in the in the freedom that you have. It's fantastic. Well, so. thank you so okay. much. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bruce. All right.